Hello and welcome to episode number 108 of Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast. Um, as you know, I'm North Down Guy and hey, there's just disease everywhere. This week, schools are being shut down. Um, that's about the height of what I've seen, which is weird because I don't actually go to schools. If it did, um, I'd probably be in, in a bit of bother, to be fair, but listen... I'm back sick again because, listen, everyone's like, oh, no, the winter cold's setting in. Everyone's getting sick. Nah, bitches. What's happened is people have been listening to the weird podcast. They've seen that I get sick and they've been like, listen, if El Papi Chulo can get sick, I want to get sick too. It must be the cool thing to do right now is get sick. It must be the hip-hop happening thing to do. So bitches be getting sick. Bitches and hoes and, and bros, you know, all just getting sick. And hey, I'm back getting sick again. I just have this blocked nose and it makes me sound very nerdy. Listen to the podcast here with Dave Elliott, the nerd. Um, that's not a sweet look, you know, it's not a sweet thing to be to be sick. And I mean, listen, we're always here. We always make it happen because I say we, it's just me by myself, but you know what I mean. We uh, make it happen. You know, the, the, me and you guys, the weirdos, Make the podcast keep ticking, and, and guess what? We keep rolling on, and it's nearly Christmas. I say nearly Christmas, it feels like for the last month, people have been losing their shit and getting in the Christmas spirit, putting their trees up in November. Are you mental? <laughs> I, I put my tree up today. It's in the dining room where I record the weird podcast, and I mean, I'm just looking at it, and it's feeble. We, we've just, like, the, the way the beads are on the tree are not well done. You know, I'm looking at the beads. I mean, normally the beads I have my hands on are a wee bit thicker and shorter, but, I mean, these ones, they look like they've been thrown on. I'm going to have to take them off and put them on neat again. My wife, Catherine, did them, and I think she started at the top with all the good intentions of the world, and when she got to about, I don't know, a third of the way down, she just gone, fuck it, let's just throw it on. Which, in many respects, is the way I kind of just get dressed. These days he's going to look in the wardrobe, whereas before they're going, oh, give me something fashionable, you know, something that's hip, something that's happening, you know, something that's now. As time went on, it's like, ah, oh, something that matches. And now, currently, it's like something that fits, just fucking on. That's it. Um, But yeah, I feel like people have just been, I don't want to say wrecking Christmas, but I mean, it's, it's not fucking November. You know, Christmas, like, celebrate Guy Fox being a, being a sly guy, you know, but light a bonfire, you know, get the communities together and light another bonfire, you know, light internment bonfires, light 12th bonfires and just fucking light Guy Fox bonfires as well. Sure, it'll be great for tourism, get it, get and light a fucking Christmas bonfire too, you know, but my point is this, is that it seems to me that, like, I don't know, maybe it's just an old man thing now, but when I was younger, I used to always think Christmas was like happened so late like like I, in my family house we did normally put the Christmas tree up on the 1st of December and that felt a wee bit you know a wee bit long whereas now people are like I'm putting my tree up it's 4th of November don't be a fucking mental case like why do people why do, why do people do that like seeing people having their, their I, I drove past the house on Newton Arge Road and Somebody very badly spray painted on a window. Santa, stop here. 
Like, I mean, I think it's not Santa that needs to stop there. I think it's probably, you know, the benefits office to give you a bit more money to sort your life out. Because that fucking spray paint was terrible. But people are just losing their fucking mind. And I just think it's an excuse to spend money. And I don't need it. Wait till Christmas is coming around. Wait till it's December at the very least. Like, I wanted to put my Christmas tree up next weekend on the 7th of December. But uh, my wife woke up this morning and was just like... I feel Christmassy. If she feels Christmassy, by fuck, we all feel Christmassy, you know, because you just have to do whatever she wants, because that's the rules of being married, you know. So the tree's up. It looks shoddy. I'm going to probably go out and buy a bigger one, because, I mean, it just looks wick. I mean, I don't want to disrespect my wife, because she was out today, had a few drinks, and uh, came home tried to do a Christmas tree, and it's terrible. But last year, I did it myself, and, I mean, it was a thing of beauty. Albeit... And they're fucked the thing through the window because the beads in the Christmas tree are so footery and angry. I got sweaty. The dog wouldn't piss off from in and around my feet. Kept standing on him. We stand on him. He bites you. Yeah. You know what? Maybe just... Maybe just fuck Christmas. And like, Holly's now coming two years old. And there's like six or seven baubles in the tree that just say Holly on it. Fuck that. There's only one of her. I might, I might just start throwing some of these out. Because we get the gist. You know, but the only thing I like about my Christmas tree is the angel at the top, and me being a real banter guy, I've actually made an angel myself of magician and all around, you know, creme fresh guy, Chris Angel. So the mind freak Chris Angel sits atop of my Christmas tree. Other than that, it looks just like someone's just fucked the Christmas tree beside a skip on the 5th of January. That's how, how my tree looks, and that. Is not a good look, but yeah, we're getting in, we're getting in the Christmas spirit, rightly for fuck's sake, and um, I just I'm looking forward to just you know having drinks. I mean, I think that's a good thing about Christmas. You drink at any time, you know, and just say Christmas drinks. You could just drink at you know four p.m. on a Tuesday in the office, and people are like, "Why are you drinking? You should be doing spreadsheets." And I'm like, "Listen, baby, because it's Christmas, you've had drinks. You sometimes." let's say, lessen the formalities in work, you know, you're not as formal with people, you go, instead of your boss, you're saying, like, you just go, listen, baby, it's four o'clock on a Tuesday, Papa needs to do these spreadsheets, his head's melted, what's a bit of Bailey's going to do? Don't worry about it. You know, you could be just kicking back, you know, you wake up at 6am on a Sunday, and you think, oh, church is coming? Nah, Jack Daniels is called, and I'm having a bottle. I'll deal with my troubles when I get to them. All right? But that's what it sort of feels like. And for me, it's just like get out, get over the sickness and get into Christmas. Um, I was out this week at a concert midweek, very naughty boy, um, and I got blitzed. <laughs> I mean, I was going to try and, you know, pump that up a little bit and try and flump it out a bit and be like, you know, I went here, da da da. Nah, it's got blitzed. I went out with a couple of my mates. And Aaron Butler, the butlord, um, to see the darkness at the limelight. And we met at the Crown first, and they do nice Guinnesses. So I was just chopping those babies back. My mate Maka came, my mate Phil came, um, got on the sex offenders register, because that's not an appropriate thing to do in public. Haha, <laughs> the old ones are the best. But no, we just drank a lot, and Maka was like, oh, they have this nice fancy whiskey. Yeah, I like bought whiskeys for the boys, drank too much whiskey, ended up just blitzed. But the darkness were great. You know, they're they're an enjoyable band. 
Uh, I'd, I'd spoken last week about being excited about going to see them, but my God, the next day was not a sweet day for me. And uh, thankfully, I booked a day off work so I could do a wee bit of um, hanging, basically. But also, I had some writing work to do. I had to get some stuff prepared for the radio show on Friday, 6.05, BBC Radio Ulster, the Shane Todd Show, which, I mean, again, slightly titled because I am 50% of it. But anyway, it is what it is. And I thought I'll write some of that. Great, free house. Holly will be at my parents'. Catherine will be at work. Then within an hour, Catherine texts me. and's like, I'm sick, I'm coming home. And I went, yeah, fucking can't see green cheese, can you? That's going to be my whole day ruined. Because again, obviously, I told her, listen, I'm going to be writing all day and being productive. But in my mind, I'm like, I'm playing Red Dead Redemption and watching porn, right? But <clears throat> in the end, I have to just... Do chores, I have to have bollocks now, I'm going to have to stick a wash on, put the dishwasher on, you know, put bottoms on. I mean, like, it's an unorthodox style, I'll admit, but whenever you're hungover, you lose your on yourself a bit, you just run around in a wee t-shirt, and the t-shirt that you wear is probably one that's just from the back of the wardrobe, so something that's been, like, in the olden days, so I just run about in a busted t-shirt with nothing else on, just my balls out, you know. I probably shouldn't have been sitting on sofas with a bare butt, but I mean, hey, I'm hungover, and that's just the way it goes. But she came home around that, had to put bottoms on, had to then do chores. And then when you're hungover, you have a bit of sweat about you because you're just feeling terrible. And um, I planned to do a bit of writing because I was doing a gig on Saturday for, hey, it was a private booking. It was for a gentleman's lunch. Now, I didn't know what a gentleman's lunch was. I've never been to a gentleman's lunch, never performed at a gentleman's lunch. I've been to many gentlemen's clubs before, so I kind of have a gist of what's going on. So I went in, did my stand-up, and left so the lads could get the tits. But <clears throat> it was actually a nice time. I was dreading it because sometimes you do gigs and you get booked and you're going, oh, no, this is terrible. But then you, you realise how much you're earning from it and you go, hell, do it. But... This was actually pretty fun. It was at the the Royal North of Ireland Yacht Club. Very cross-community, that. You've got the God Save the Queen Brigade with the Royal and then the North of Ireland because, I don't know, people like to say that even though Northern Ireland exists. You know, people are going, what? It does not. Technically, it does. That's where what my passport says and that's the football team I support and that's where I'm from. But, but again... Don't at me if you want to be like, oh my god, you're in the occupied sex. I'm going fuck. Yeah, I don't care if I can sit here and talk to you guys. I'm happy. If I go and do stand up, I'm happy. If I put food on the table for my family, I'm happy. Like the more the more older I get, and the more I think about, like imagine feeling so strongly about something that you actually like, you went out and protested about it. You know, like protesting or marching or. You know, like the flag protests. I, I get it. I get you'd be annoyed if that was your belief. That's fine. But to actually leave your house and stand for weeks in the street, I'd be like, I could be watching Cornish in the street now. I could be in my house enjoying a nice cup of tea. I could be watching Netflix right now. But instead, I'm standing here at the bottom of Templemore Avenue, scratching my bollocks and freezing my nuts off. What? You know? Going on all these marches and stuff, dressing up as like like that Suru group, you know the dissident group as well. We're going on a march, 
dressed as IRA. And hey, guess what, guys? We can tell who you are because a translucent face scarf and a pair of sunglasses and a beret does not hide your stupid stinking face. So you know what? You're an idiot. Oh, well, I didn't want to go down this route right now. I just wanted to... I just wanted to be positive and not fucking get angry at this place, but uh, I'm angry. And before you say anything, yes, I've registered to vote. All right? I'm going to have my say at the polls. I'm going to have my day in the sun. <laughs> and by that, I mean I'm going to probably just score out the DUP on my North Down card and just throw a dart and see where it lands because my dear Sylvia Herman is gone. And I don't know who I'm going to vote for now. But yeah, that's where we're, where we're at. Yeah, did the gentleman's lunch and it was a nice time. Got out of Dodge, spent a bit of time with the family. Um, and that was basically the height of my weekend. Put up my decorations and then just felt a wee bit shit. And now it's nearly Monday again, you know. And I have a nice, have a nice week this week actually too. I feel like I need to plug some stuff. So I mean, first and foremost, again, I should be plugging my tour. I should be pushing that. But for some reason... I just want to push this other gig more. Guys, dolls, Caitlin's, whatever you are, I love you. But listen to this. We are having a comedian, we're calling it the Comedian's Christmas Do. It's just a group of people who are friends on the Northern Irish comedy scene. We're doing a show in the limelight on the 15th of December. Tickets are on Ticketmaster and they're on shine.net. Get yourself tickets, £15. All the proceeds are going to the Hands Up for Henry charity collection fundraiser. Bit of a mouthful, said a lot there, but what is that? Basically, Henry um, McClements is a 17-month-old baby who has unfortunately been diagnosed with a rare JML, JMML blood cancer, which means Henry's body is not able to create blood properly and some of the cells are turned to leukemia and unfortunately due to that Henry requires a bone marrow transplant and it's not something that they can do in Northern Ireland so he has to go to Bristol it's just a really terrible scenario. Henry goes to the nursery with my daughter Holly and when I saw this was happening, when I brought her to the nursery it made me really sad because obviously it's close to home you put yourself in the shoes of the parents and it's such a despairing scenario that, you know, I just thought, listen, what can us idiots do to try to help the cause? There's not a lot. The only thing we really could do is put on some sort of fundraiser and make sure that, you know, we can have the comedians Christmas do and just have a laugh, have a bit of fun, put on a good show, but also, you know, give them a little bit of support to help them, you know, through this really difficult time. And obviously, it's bad enough, the condition that Henry has, let alone having to, you know, up sticks and move to another country. Uh, and it could be for any length of time. So hopefully the money we raise will help them with that. And hopefully Henry can get the treatment he needs and he can be better sooner rather than later because it's just a horrible scenario. You don't wish anything on, you know, your be- people you're the same age as you know so to see a little a little child go through something yeah it just really you know I don't want to say it broke my heart but it was, it, it was upsetting so you know if any of you guys listen to the podcast you know have a want to get a good night out come and see us there's myself 
Um, Shane Todd's on, Mickey Bartlett, Colin Geddes, uh, Connor Keyes, Rory Woods, Kieran Bartlett, Aaron Butler, um, Connor Keyes and Paddy McDonald. I think that's basically everybody. But I mean, it's going to be a great night. And we did a big fundraiser before uh, in the limelight and it was class. Again, I think this time we're just having a few less people because... It was so hard to organise with so many people there, and there's a lot. I know a lot of the younger guys have been doing their own wee kind of fundraising gigs of late, which is is you know fair play to them, more credit to them. But we just us old guys just thought, you know what, we'll stick it on, we'll have a night of it, a couple of pints, but everything's going to a good cause. Though, you know, all the ticket fund will be going there, and I'm going to get a few buckets on the bar, so you can just stick whatever you can afford in the buckets and support this cause. I'd love this to sell out. So much so that I've done a big plug of that before I've even plugged my tour. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'll tour again. But this um, fundraiser is something that hopefully, you know, we can really sell out and it'll be a real great, great night and a, and a real great cause. Flip, I'm, I'm nearly going to make myself cry. Anyway, I'm still on tour. Never going to stop being on tour until the 1st of February. Then I'm done. Yes, my tour, if anyone's in Galway, come to see me at the Rushing Dove on the 13th of December. If you want to check me out in London, whoa, what's happening? I listen, I've been watching Top Boy this week, so if you want Wagwan homies, you know, if you want me to talk about, yo, what's going fam, yeah? You want to come check me out in London, cuz? It's going to be dope, yeah? It's going to be a dope show. You come there, you get some food, man. You want some food for me, Wagwan homeboy, yeah? I'll get you that. You come to my London show, I will get you some food. And um, by the way, food means drugs, so I'll not be getting drugs. But if you want to shout out to the Summer House crew, shout out to the Summer House crew, you can get some of the, some of that sweet food and also a laugh. So come to that show. The Museum of Comedy gig in London is the only one where the tickets aren't on shine.net. So you're just going to have to type in Dave Elliott, Museum of Comedy, to get those tickets. They're selling nicely. Um, and then a new... Tour show literally just agreed today. It's a small, intimate room in Balamina. It's Paddy McGaggy's living room. In fact, I'm a liar. It's a front page bar in Balamina. I'm doing that on Friday, twenty fourth of January. Then on Friday, thirty first of January, I'm going to Bogans in Oma. And then finally, I'm closing my tour on the first of February in the Limelight Belfast. And it's going to be the last time I ever do the dad show because i'm already planning next year's show so guys if you're weirdos come and see the last ever dad show if you've been to see it before you know come again because it's different it's evolved it's better it's funnier it's a more holistic delicious show and i mean i i I tell you what i would love to play out to sold out limelight i would love to sell that out on the last night i'm sure be the biggest show to date and if I sold that out I, I would consider the tour a major success Um, the gig I did in Derry was so nice you know it made me feel really great it made me think that maybe I should be doing a tour you know I, I deserve to be here and at the end of the day I'm going to just say it I think my stand up is as good as any stand up at the minute in the country you know and people might be going what What are you saying but as an R stand up I think it's a very good R do you know um, and I think that if I didn't say that um, I would be, you know, I, I would just, I would be like, 
if I didn't believe the R was good enough, I shouldn't be doing it. That's the way I, my brain works. So I think it's a great R. I'm proud of it. I'd love you to see it. On another note, as well as tickets are selling for the tour, especially Limelight and the Museum of Comedy, the tickets for the charity gig, the Comedians Christmas Do, they're nearly sold out. So if you want to go to that, get tickets quick. I certainly knew it was. If you want to go to that, get tickets quick, Simon. You got to go and see it. The guys are young, they're funny, they're having a good time, Simon. And speaking of Louis Walsh, did anybody out there see the Pussycat Dolls get back together on the X Factor? Um, I didn't, but Catherine goes to me, you didn't see Nicole Scherzinger's outfit on the X Factor last night? And I went... Oh, no, I didn't. Why? And actually, I'd seen an outfit that she wore while she was judging, right? And then she, she was like, oh, I heard it was pretty. And I was like, yeah, it was fine. You know, it was fine. For those of you who don't know, I'm a big fan of Nicole Scherzinger. Now, I'm not necessarily a big fan of her music. If you know what I mean, I'm a fan of her. She is very sexy. So when I was at my parents today, X Factor was rerunning, and I saw this, the outfit they were talking about. And all I want to say about that is, whoa. That woman has a physique. She is an athletic, talented dancer. That's all I'm saying. Because if I say any more, I'll get an erection. And hey, listen, it's it's 35 minutes past 11 on a Sunday night. That's not the time for that. It's time for bed. You know, that's what the time is. I should be going to my bed. It's late in the day, but I'm not. I'm up here doing this podcast and I'll start thinking about Nicole Scherzinger. I'll strike one and then the next thing you know, I'll be just on the register, won't I? Whoa. Losing a run on myself. But hey guys, anyway, if you're enjoying this podcast, you know, it's free. If you're not a Patreon, if you're a Patreon, you're just a great person, a great supportive person. Don't do anything if you're a Patreon. Just kick back and go, we appreciate the support, Dave. And I hope you appreciate our support, which I do. But if you're not, if you're getting this for free, share the fucking podcast. I want to see people putting it on their Instagram stories. I will reshare it all. I tell you what, going forward, I'm going to write something real real sexy on the post I'm going to write something like say Chris Henning he sometimes shares the story I'll retweet I'll, I'll reshare that and I'll go Chris Henning's one sexy bastard he has affairs you know I don't think that's true but hey guess what I'll say it anyway because I assume what I don't want to say because I'm a crazy guy yeah or also alternately I'll just uh, alternatively not alternately because I mean don't even know what that means but if you just do, I'll just be really pleased because if the word of the podcast gets spread, I'll sell more seats for my tour. Yeah. But listen, I'm just having a nice time tonight and I appreciate the support. I'm trying to spread the podcast because I think me talking this shit is entertaining. And guess what? I'm going to have a guest of arranged for somebody. So I just need to work out the logistics of getting this particular lady onto the podcast. I know before you all get excited, it's not Nicole Scherzinger, because I don't think I'd be able to speak. If she's in the podcast, I'd just be going. And she'd be like, what? And i go, oh. And then just have seven awake, wet dreams. <laughs> just, you know, sleep paralysis, ejaculation, locked in syndrome, spunking. That's what it would be all about. But hey. She's not going to be on the podcast unless you guys start a revolution and get her on the podcast. And then, hey, 
that'll be the last you'll hear me because I'll be put in prison for doing something inappropriate, no doubt. But I appreciate you sharing the podcast. Those do. I appreciate the Patreons. For anyone that would like to support the podcast on Patreon, go to patreon.com forward slash Dave Elliott's Wear Podcast. Again, you'll be pleased to know I have ordered a camera. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. And hopefully it'll be with me sooner rather than later. I was going to say so- I could say soonish for my Irish listeners too. But um, the only thing is, I don't really have a backdrop. Let me know how you feel about the backdrop. I feel like if I'm doing a podcast, I want a backdrop. I want something behind me to be like, Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast. I don't want to just be like my curtains, you know, in my dining room. Albeit the curtains are beautiful, luscious. They're like, I don't even know. They're like some sort of woodland scene. You've got like sparrows and tits and branches. And I mean, what else do you need for a, for some kind of forest scene and tits, sparrows and branches? Sounds like a shit version of The Wizard of Oz. Tits, Spanish, Spanish? That can work. Tits, Spanish and branches. Oh my. Wow. But yeah, I appreciate that too. And if you haven't already, rate and review the podcast. All the reviews, I love them. Like this podcast, I'll be honest with you, I do this podcast every week, come hell or high water, because I don't necessarily always have the time to be doing videos and putting content out all the time. I admit, I'm slow at that. I'm trying to get better at it, but it's difficult. You know, at the minute I'm doing, I've Boytown podcast, this podcast, I'm doing the radio show on a Friday, I'm working full time, I've got a family. And it's hard to squeeze it all in. And gigging, shitting around a comedy club. How can I get the time to make videos? It's tough. But I appreciate all the support that I get. And that's why, even now, with a couple of cold and all-night, day-and-night tablets from Lemsip in me, I'm feeling a little bit delirious. I'm feeling a little bit sleepy. I'm feeling a little bit this. I'm feeling a little bit, ooh, a little bit, ah. But I'm still doing the podcast because... I appreciate the support and I feel like it's just something that I, if I drill it in treat it professionally you know it'll, it'll, it'll get better and it's constant content every week even though it's sometimes hard that's a business we're in isn't it you know the tour's selling well I appreciate all the support you guys are giving me I love it I feel like I'm I've just won an award even though I've never won the award in my life only thing I've ever won really apart from the medallion shield when I was at school I was pretty impressive and um, was shot put in school you know I won that because they had two foul throws through one like a cricket ball nearly dislocated my elbow second one just threw it the wrong way third one just threw a school record I mean not even shot put or just a tank but I just feel like I appreciate everyone listens to the podcast and I would like to bring this weirdness to other people do you know what I mean I'd like that to be spread to other people and hey if you don't want to share the weird podcast listen to the boy town podcast it's my other podcast with my wee friend Shane Todd he's a wee man he's got long fingers he's got bags under his eyes big ears and he likes to drink tea with soy milk he's a good egg right listen to that and if you don't listen to some other podcasts you know like listen to the general banter podcast with Colin Geddes you can check that out you can listen to Sean Hegarty's podcast which is called Sean Hegarty talks to himself, I think. Or you can listen to, I think, Darren Matthews is a podcast. Just look up the name Darren Matthews in, in Apple Music, and I'm sure you'll get his podcast too. He hasn't asked me to be on it, which is sly. Um, but hey, and also speaking of someone who hasn't asked me to be in the podcast, the Fellowship podcast, maybe go and check those lads out. Um, they, they need to get in touch with me again because 
head without sounding like an old Belfast woman. I've a head like a self sort of god. So if you want to hear me on that, lads, holler at your boy. I'll come on. I'll get into your wee boner place and we'll do whatever we need to do and also record a podcast. Yeah. I feel like I've been warbling for a bit. Um, I thought I heard Holly shouting again there. Probably has. She fell flat on her face today, being a wee jerk, and cut the inside of her mouth and bled quite a lot. I felt like a terrible dad, albeit I wasn't in the room at the time. It was my mum and my sister. And I mean, listen, that's ammunition in my arsenal for whenever they try to criticise me. Oh, well, it's not actually a baby crying. It's the 5-0. The police are in North Down. What are the police doing in this part of North Down? This is far too affluent for the police to be around at bloody quarter to twelve at night. Probably burglaries. You know? It's scary at this time of year. People think it's like, because morons are putting their Christmas presents out in November, more houses are getting burgled. Twats. You know, turn your Christmas lights off. Don't let the burglars know what's going on. Make sure your doors and windows are locked. And always keep a samurai sword under your pillow. It might be the most comfortable thing in the world, but listen, whenever the opportunity comes of a burglar comes in, you know, one swipe of samurai sword, you'll like take all their fingers off, you'll probably cut them in half. You'll, you won't decapitate them because you'll cut their whole body in half, but I mean, you'll teach them a lesson. Don't burgle, you know. That would be what I would, if I was a politician and I was running for, I'd be like, everyone has samurai swords under their pillow and don't burgle. I'll be it. I'll send a samurai sword out to every person. And then that would just be, you know, absolute not a bedlam. But this is the sort of weird policies I would bring if I was I was a politician. Thankfully for everyone out there, I'm not. And also thanks for me. Because, fuck, if I was a politician, listen, there'd be some skeletons coming out of the closet. There'd be some podcast clips. There'd be some sketches. Oh, you ever see this guy in Nordy Shore talking about sucking dicks? I'd be on, no. I'm, listen, I, I was joking about sucking dicks back in those days, but now I'm trying to make sure that dicks that are infected with STIs can get the treatment they need from the NHS because we love the NHS. We've got to pay nurses more, you know, maybe don't pay doctors more, but definitely cut their arse a bit to make them better at their work. Do you know what I'm saying? Make sure there's no, not hospital waiting times. Make sure if someone needs an urgent operation, they're not waiting two years. Hey, call me... Call me an old school, but that's what I would do. Call me an old school thinker. Not just call me an old school, because that would be weird. I mean, am I, is this a weird podcast? Am I drunk? I've not drank today, but maybe I'm just drunk from having too many lamb sips or something. But I'm, I'm going to have a wee drink now. And it's a no sugar, no calorie Diet Coke. Mm. Uh, Diet Coke's way too fizzy. Like, you drink it, and you need to be sick nearly automatically, which... Oh, it's not a sweet thing. Hold on, I'm going to blow my nose. Nose blown. Back in the game for some listeners' questions. Starting off with a bit of football here. A couple of questions about football. I'll keep it quick because I know a lot of you guys out there don't want to listen to football. Connor Donnelly, is Freddie Jungberg the sexiest man of football? I'm going to say in his day, Connor, he was. He was a sexy, sexy man. But I think now he's lost it a bit. I don't think he's aged well. I don't think he's like a fine wine. He looks kind of like... I know, he just looks a bit weird. And his teeth are a bit yellow. I mean, I don't think that's super sexy. But, I mean, no doubt, he's probably still very sexy. But I just think in comparison to the likes of Jose, Jose Mourinho or uh, Pep Guardiola, not so sexy. You know, those two guys 
are very sexy. Also, Marco Silva at Everton, very sexy. Unlucky today against Leicester, I must say. Um, Mick, my man, violin Mick. It's not the noise of violin makes, it's the noise of a maraca made. And if I was in your band, that's the instrument I would play. Um, what about Arsenal, Dave? As shambolic as my club, Newcastle. Um, I'm going to say no, because I don't think Newcastle really are that shambolic. I think Arsenal are a more historical club, a better club, one more things. They should be at a higher level than Newcastle. I just think Newcastle should be happy to be there. Do you know? That's what I think. I think Newcastle are doing all right. Big Brucey, no one wanted him. Now he's here, and he's just looking... Just looking like your aunt's next door neighbour. You know, that's what he looks like. He just looks like a wee old woman, Steve Bruce. He looks a wee bit like Mrs Doubtfire or something. But that's Steve Bruce, and I'm pleased to see him doing well in Newcastle. Got a good result the weekend. Drew two each with Man City. Pep Guardiola wasn't best pleased, but hey. um, It is what it is. Actually, one once went to Newcastle match. Newcastle against Arsenal. And I was in the Newcastle away end, or the Newcastle home end, with my Arsenal shirt on. My coat was very much sipped up. And I was like about four rows back from a sign that said Toon Ultras on it. And I was like, I don't know if I want to be here. But um, as I was a wee bit nervous, a bit of nervous energy, Arsenal scored in about the first two minutes. And it was Emmanuel Adebayor who scored, the dirty turncoat bastard. But when he was an Arsenal player, loved him. He scored a goal, which was an absolute worldly. Ball came in, took it in the chest, volleyed it in from about 20 yards. And I just jumped up on my seats and punched the air and then sat on the ground. I went, oh no. I mean, I should have sat on my seat, but I sat on the ground trying to hide, and I was fine. Then Newcastle equalised later on in the game. Stephen Taylor, classic Stephen Taylor goal. Corner comes in, comes in, bit of bobbling about the ground. He trips and falls, handles it into the net, one each. And then all the Newcastle fans are going crazy. I just hear this voice from behind me go, you're not fucking standing up, no, you stupid cunt. And I was like, oh no, who invited my Uncle Ivor here? But um, yeah, it was pretty terrifying experience that but yeah I said I wouldn't talk about football for long probably did about 15 minutes there up the fucking football hoods right Chris Henning oh 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 listen to you sure why bother you never read mine out hashtag salty hashtag shade hashtag thinking of cancelling patreon oh you are being a little bitch here I didn't see your question because there was something wrong. I just got asked too many questions. And yours got lost in the mire because you're always sending me stuff, which I appreciate. I'm sorry. I'll go back to see what your question was. Just give me one second. I'm talking. Try to kill time until I can read the question. No fucking about this week. Top three favorite albums. The ones that you can play back without skipping tracks. P.S. Thought last week's podcast was great. Great to hear the real first night of your tour went well. Thank you, Chris. I forgive you. I'm sorry. I missed reading your question. I didn't see it. Although I've got eyes like a hawk, I just get asked so many questions because it's become such a popular podcast, such a staple of people's week. People are like, why is this guy DMLA not more famous? I don't know. I should be more famous. I should be just selling out all my tour venues. My tour show's great. If you haven't seen it, come and see it. I mean, gee, Chris, I'm, just, I'm talking myself back in circles here. But my top three favourite albums, Um, I mean... I give it you. That's a good question. Like sometimes I get asked questions in this podcast, and I go, I mean, you could have just not asked that question because it's kind of shit. But that's a good question. It's also a very difficult question. I think the easiest thing to do would just be name to name my three favorite greatest hits albums. But I mean, that's not. I'm not about that life, you know. And I like such a varied genre 
of music. I like pop music. I like swing music. I like classical music. I like rap music. I like rock music. I love rock music. And I just like good music. You know, I don't like all the music today, really. I'm, I'm an old guy in that respect. I find every song noise. Like that just... Just the same sort of beat. And then every bloody rapper's like, I didn't shit in my uh, I got a shit on my finger. I got some shit on my feet. I got some shit on my dick. Play I got some shit on my face. Why am I getting shit at all? It's just and that's just what every song sounds like. And it doesn't sound like rapping. And like back in the day when I was listening to rappers like Easy E, you know, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, The Boy, Snoop Dogg, proper MCs, oh shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that that was good to me. Like, even sort of, like, Dizzy Rascal was great. Like, guys like that coming through. But, like, guys like that coming through in the day. I mean, not now. I'm not like, oh, and guys like a Dizzy Rascal coming through 15 years after he did. But I just feel like now, like, it's just not, the music's not what it used to be. But I can't pick three favourite albums, probably. I'm going to try to. Um, My favourite rap album is Dr. Dre, 2001, without a doubt just because every song in it was brilliant. And it was the sort of time when I kind of started getting into music, you know. Oddly enough, Dre's 2001 came out, like 1998 or something, you know, when I was 11. But um, I enjoyed that a lot. I also liked other rap albums. I enjoyed the game documentary. The documentary, that was a good album. Um, I also enjoyed 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying. It was out around that time. And another slightly more obscure rap album back in the day I liked was Stankonia by Outkast. It was a great album. It's one of the best rap albums ever. Most underrated, I would say. But probably Dr. Dre. So that's one. We'll say Dr. Dre's 2001. Then in terms of like rock, rock music, I kind of got in like when I was growing up, the new metal era was in. You know, like the you had Linkin Park there. Album Hybrid Theory was pretty good. I like Korn a lot. Um... I like their album, Follow the Leader, was good. Um, it was on the freaking Alicia on it, of course. And then the one that had like a little, it was all orange, the corn dolly in the front. I want to say it was called Issues, I think. It was a good album. Um, I like Slipknot, their Slipknot album. Rammstein, Mütter was a good album. And Blink-182, Animals of the State, that was out then. Also like Kid Rock's History of Rock. Creed. I know a lot of people slabber Creed, but they had great anth- anthemic rock songs. Human Clay was a great album. Um, Disturbed, probably, was my favourite rock album of that time, I want to say. Or, a bit older than that's probably Pearl Jam's uh, 10 album. I enjoyed it a lot. It's probably one of my favourites. But I'll go Disturbed. I'll say The Sickness by Disturbed. Dr. Dre 2001, The Sickness by Disturbed. And I'm just going to be a cheat. I'm going to say... An album that wasn't like it wasn't a greatest hits album, it was a number one's album, and that was the Beatles' number one album. One, it just had all their number one hits on it, but it, you could just put it on from start to finish and just enjoy it. Like, I watched the film yesterday when I was on the plane to New York, and I didn't love it, I thought it, was, it wasn't the best story, but. The music was so good, and it's great to just hear the Beatles' music again. And then you forget some of the songs that actually were the Beatles, like "Here Comes the Sun," do 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 do, and you're like, "Oh fuck, so it was those guys." Um, but yeah, probably that. 
I also enjoy Fleetwood Max, Rumours album and James Blunt's Back to Bedlam. Were pretty sweet albums. Of course Metallica. I love Metallica as well. Couldn't just do a list of music without mentioning it. I'd have to throw Metallica on just with their Metallica album or Black album, whatever you want to call it. Um, I just love those guys. So yeah, I'm picking four. Dr. Dre, Metallica, Disturbed and The Beatles. All people, have seen any of them live? Nope. Nope. Yeah, Metallica, only Metallica I've seen live in Dublin. Apart from that, I haven't. Um, oh, of course, The Darkness. Saw them during the week. Permission to Land's a great album there too. But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say those ones. Um, but that was a good question, Chris, and I'm sorry I uh, I missed your question. I just didn't see it. I'm sorry, I'm old, I'm tired. I just have a lot on my plate, you know, both figuratively and metaphorically and... Whatever the fuck other way, I don't care. See if I sometimes make mistakes because I'm tired. Fuck it, who cares? We're all friends, aren't we? Craig Walker. Hello, everyone. It's, it's me, the weird podcast newest Patreon supporter. Mm, you're getting special treatment now, Craig. Um, major shout out to my boy, Craig Walker. New Patreon, fan of the podcast, fan of the show, friend of the show. Uh, last night I went to my work's Christmas party. And so as you can imagine, I'm laying here feeling a wee bit shite. My question today is, what is Papa Chico's five-step guide to surviving hangovers? Hashtag hungover guy. I think I covered this a couple of podcasts ago, but you want five steps, I'll give you. You want five steps, I'll give it you. Ibrufen. Lucasade or Ibina. Mars Bar Ice Cream. Footlong Subway. And a big sleep. There you go. Five steps. A briefing. We'll say Ribena. Mars bar ice cream. Subway. Big sleep. A lot of water in there as well at some stage. But you need that or you'll die. And um, thanks for the question. And thanks for being a Patreon, Craig. You're a, you're a friend. You and Carson. It's weird to install booby traps in your own home. It's even weirder to get killed by the same booby traps you've installed. If a group of strange men break in and enter the weird estate... What are your home defence techniques? And he sent me this story about a guy in Canada who set up a booby trap in his house, believe it or not. <laughs> not a trap whereby a big pair of breasts smash in a face. Otherwise, hey, guess what? I'd be going back on my own political manifesto and I'd be breaking into more houses. But it ain't real boobies. It's a gun. This guy set up a gun at his house. He tripped the wire and he shot himself in the face. died as a result um but cheers for the story what would would my defense techniques be i mean i'm i'm self-taught in physical arm-to-arm combat um i would say my my fighting style is like a mixture of wwe wrestling yoga and just real stiff punches just fucking ah. so i mean i i would probably do some sort of like hurricane rana type move flip I would involve flips because I don't think any intruder would expect a man of my size to have such flexibility and athleticism. I would hit some kind of like rolling front kick, bam, knock them out. They would be probably holding like a kettle or something because that's what burglars do, dirty bastards. Can't throw boiling water on me, but I'd just be too quick. I'd hit them the front rolling kick and then just submit them with an ankle lock. And then I'd break their ankle and wait till the police came. And I'd be like, shouldn't have broken in my house, baby. Should have broken in my neighbor's house. He got a big pair of titties going fly from the sky and knock you out, baby. Don't know what that voice was. Anyway, John Joe Flood. Hey, but B. 
Not so much a question, but just a massive thank you for the support of my Movember effort. £555 raised over the month, £80 of which came from the weird community. Hey, I love you guys. If that doesn't show just how amazing the podcast is, I don't know what will. Stay weird. First of all, John Joe, well done. I want to see a photo of your moustache now, so send me that, please. Um, but also, any of the listeners that donated, you are good people. And it's good that such a great cause has had supported. John Joe's probably looking like a bellend for a month. You know, again, that's respect. You know, I am the you know. Sometimes I'm not a fan of of Movember. Some people just do it, but doing nothing for charity because they're weird guys. But you're giving your money to a good cause. You smashed your target, and you had the weirdos supporting you, and I love that. That's what this podcast is about: supporting people. Daniel Houston, how you find the cast? I'm not my man. I don't think I will listen to it. If you want to send me a mug, I'll take a mug. But that's it. I'm giving you a mug now. Um. Luke Gorman, hi Dave, I'm sure you've heard about the terrible London Bridge attack and the man who attacked a terrorist with a narwhal tusk. My question is, what a weird and bespoke weapon to use while defending yourself and your country? Oh no, my question is, what weird and bespoke weapon would you use? I mean, to be fair, it is a weird and bespoke weapon, a narwhal tusk. And I mean, all I'm saying is, that story was it just it's annoying that terrorism and terrorists are still able to do the shit they're doing, you know, it's it's very frustrating, but also, why is a guy apprehending a terrorist with a narwhal tusk, you know, why does this guy have a narwhal tusk, where did he get it, like, where did he source a narwhal, like, in my head when I saw it, I was like, oh, the narwhal must have just jumped out of the Thames, and the guy just went, yeah, I'll take that, and fucking stick, and the other guy's got a, a fire extinguisher, like, the London Bridge is an open space outside. You can't just get narwhal tusks and fire extinguishers just on the street. These guys must have been carrying. Like, the dude must have just been, I don't know, going to some sort of Quidditch type event whereby instead of broomsticks, you ride narwhal tusks and he must have just whooped. The g- I mean, a fair play to him for doing it, but I think if I'm a terrorist and someone's coming at me with a narwhal tusk, I'm going to be so startled I'll be able to be subdued. Do you know? It's a very bespoke item to have just on you. Um, but if it was me, what weapon would I use? Um, I would go for the old trusted battery with a bit of string around it, supported by electrical tape. That's it, what i do in school. I would just brought in a battery, tied some string around it, and put some electrical tape around it, and then just whip people around the shins. And I mean, that's how we had fun in school. That's how we learned. You know, just, just hardening each other up. You know, as opposed to some other schools... Um, where people would be like, oh, you've been hardening him up, all right, now nah, we just toughened each other by beating him with impromptu weapons. You know, we just put them together and made them. Another one I like to use with the scalpel on a string, secure by electrical wire. You see that what's happening here? Any weapon I have, I secure it with electrical wire. He could come at you with nunchucks, secured with electrical wire. He come at you with a double-ended dildo, secured with electrical wire. He come at you with a gun with a bullet, Secure by electrical wire. That would be my bespoke weapon. Battery, string, <laughs> electrical wire. Um, also, just as I'm having a rant, there's only another couple of questions left. In fact, there's only one question left. So I just want to say, I also watched The, the Irishman this week. The new Martin Scorsese film with Joe Pesci, Robert De Niro and Al Pacino. And it was on Netflix. Harvey Keitel was in it as well. I'm going to say this. Wasn't impressed. And people were probably going, what, what? Yeah, it was kind of shit. It was no good, fellas. You know, it was a very long, 
kind of boring film with just guys who maybe are too old to be doing that kind of thing. You know, they had weird uh, technology to make them like younger and older. Kind of looked like the movie The Polar Express or Beowulf. Not a mad fan of it. And also the CGI for blood and guts for gunshots was just like you would use on a sketch video. It wasn't very impressive. So I'm going to say, given I was so excited about The Irishman, let down. Last question of the day from Joy Kennedy. Hello, Supreme Lord Chief Weirdo. <laughs> Your podcast is the reason I laughed out loud on the bus and everyone stared at me. But my question is, do you like new gelato and banger and what's your favourite flavour? Joy, let me ask you a personal question. You know, you think this podcast for everyone. No, this is just me and you. We're breaking it down here. I'm asking you this question. Are you from Bangor? Do you love new gelato? Because all I'm going to say is to you is this. Yes, I love it. However, it's an awkward experience because you go in the new gelato. For those that don't know it, it's a very... It's a popular ice cream shop in Bangor where you can just make any concoction of ice cream you want. And you go in and you get pressured because there's always a queue. So you walk in and they're like, what would you like? I always say, give me a nuggy pot because it's just a big pot. You get to choose what ice cream goes in. You get to pick two flavours, pick a sauce to go on it, pick some toppings, pick another flavour of ice cream, some more toppings, and then they stick a wee wafer flake in it and then on you go. But often I just don't know what to do. So I'd normally go for something like a bit of the bueno sauce. Mm-mm. Then I maybe go for, say, like a salted caramel type device, maybe a chocolate uh, ice cream. Then I'd probably put like some minstrels in that. Um, as in the sweets, not the inappropriate term used for performers in like the 1940s. You know, gotta watch what you say in this day and age. Um, also, I would probably then throw in maybe just a vanilla because sometimes I like to just keep something a little bit simple. Then we get some white sauce on board because, hey, as you know, if it's not white, it's not right. And then I finish it off with a little bit of fudge topping. And I mean, that's that's a nice way to finish your new gelato. And I feel that's also a nice way to finish the podcast. Guys, again, go to my Instagram, which is Dave Elliott Comedy. Follow the link if you want to buy tickets to my tour. If you also want to buy tickets to the Hands Up for Henry Christmas uh, comedians do, come to that. It's going to be a really fun time. And guys, thanks for listening. That wasn't actually the biggest pain in the arse to record. I felt like I enjoyed it. I felt like it was silly. And if you enjoyed it, share it on fucking Instagram and Twitter. We're just on Facebook too. Let people know you listen to the podcast. Let people know the podcast exists. And I'll be back next week, hopefully with no cold and a better decorated Christmas tree than I.